I'm Dennis Ferris, and this is the Limitless Energy Podcast, and we are here in Tampa at the RV Super Show. Today I'm here with Todd Wolfer, Chief Operating Officer of Thor. Thank you for coming on today. Thanks, Dennis, for having me here. So this is a this is an interesting time. Um, we have come off a couple years of an absolutely booming industry, and we would you call it a, a wall that we've hit or a temporary trough here? We've certainly hit a slowdown, right? And and we're facing, you know, macroeconomic issues that the, our consumers are facing right now, driven by Fed policy that is designed to kind of quell demand, right? And it's done exactly that. And certainly the RV space is often one of the first um, spaces to feel that those kind of the impacts. bellwether. Yeah, absolutely. We're the bellwether. And so we felt that um, what's been really impressive, though, is the resilience of the RV consumer. It, the shows early this year have have been um, very favorable in terms of people coming out. Um, people buying and the activity around the shows, you know, like this show. It, you know, there's a lot of enthusiasm. It's crazy. We yeah. so 17% higher sales than the prior pre-sale record from 2019. Really? Which was during that boom time that yeah. you're talking about. So this year, we're expecting the show in Tampa just to be, you know, packed. So it's, it's a great sign for us, but the consumer is under that kind of pressure and, and it's on the industry to sort through, you know, what we can do to kind of alleviate that. And we've seen prices creep up just because component costs have gone up. We've seen interest rates go up. So consumers are facing an entirely different buying proposition than they had before. And finding ways to be creative to alleviate some of those challenges is, is really where OEM should be focused right now. And I know that's where Thor is focused. Right. That, I mean, interest rates, that's the real killer for this sort of purchase, right? I mean, that's the, the, the whole Fed policy is, as you noted, directly aimed to quell demand. But is it disproportionate to, the, to this kind of per- purchase, do you think? For sure, right? The, nobody has to buy an RV. There are things in our lives that we have to buy. So when, and, and it is a high-end discretionary item, and, and so when the consumer feels that kind of impact on their pocketbook, some of the first things that, you know, they turn away from would be those discretionary purchases, and RVs certainly fit into that mold. And our job right now is to make sure that we make clear to the buyer that the lifestyle, you know, that the demand has not changed. It's the willingness to make the buying decision that slowed down a bit and and our job on on the oem side is to do what we can to make that an easier decision for consumers because that lifestyle awaits them once they make the decision to do it right incredible family experiences experiences with friends you know a choice that will change your life and so finding a way to make that buying proposition something more palatable to consumers during tough times is where we need to be focused right now we've noticed very similar thing in the lithium-ion battery business where the demand really hasn't stopped it's just the buying decision has slowed down folks are still calling in folks still want to design systems but it's like oh maybe i'll buy half the system now and half later and you know that's there's still a lot of interest right and so with obviously with the rv industry in this cycle uh we know how the the operations tend to change can you talk a little bit how the 
the innovation changes? Is there more innovation in down periods or is it pretty steady? Yeah, it's, it's a great question because the compulsion is, you know, you've got to manage the business prudently, you know, your finances during slow times. And so the compulsion is for spends like innovation or marketing or some of those things is to pull back. But right now is the, the worst time to do that because our, the innovation, the investment we're making today is going to reshape the customer experience, you know, in the next couple of years. And so slowing that down only delays our opportunity. So we, we won't slow down our investment in innovation. It'll continue, you know, we'll funnel that money and that investment into strategies that are specifically designed to make the user experience better. You know, whether it's aligning with great partners like Dragonfly and, and their lithium-ion battery solutions or um, electric RV chassis manufacturers that we've partnered with. And there's just so many opportunities for us to elevate the customer experience. And so those investments that Thor has made will continue to be made. Well, you know, selfishly, we definitely appreciate the partnership between Thor and Dragonfly Energy. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that because when you talked a lot about ESG and, and the focus of Thor on, on ESG, was, was Dragonfly part of that initiative? Of course, right? So when Thor, when Thor, you know, the RV industry, not just Thor, but all OEMs and suppliers, you know, the ESG it has been something that's been part of what how we think about our business forever if an outdoor company like an rv company isn't focused on sustainability then i, I don't know who would be right so so we when we though formalized a strategy around esg and we looked at our suppliers and and our potential partners and a way for us to improve you know the footprint that we leave when we put products out into the space, Dragonfly was a natural solution for us, right? And a natural partner for us, which is why um, there were two reasons, really. Well, three reasons. One, um, the sustainability reality of the products that Dragonfly sells. Two, Dragonfly was the right partner because of the way they think about the business, the way you guys think about what you're doing. Last night's product rollout was um, incredible, right? Where you, how you think about your business in different ways, and you're thinking about how do you make this safer for people? How do you make it more user friendly so that when they're relying on on batteries to to run their RV, they can conveniently know exactly where they're positioned as they look at their phone, and and the system communicates with them and lets them know that. Those those are big differences to alleviate anxiety. So Dragonfly was an important partner for us when we looked at sustainability. Um, as, as we look forward, we, you know, as we consider sourcing choices now, sustainability is at the top of the list about, okay, how does this fit with our strategy on sustainability? It's important to Thor and how we do business. Well, I appreciate you saying that. We did, you know, work hard on that on that product rollout and uh, we're excited about it. We're excited about the new, the new technologies and excited to uh, get it into Thor products, so yeah. let's let's talk about Thor. And you've got—is it 17 subsidiary companies? Yes. And uh, you've got some of the most iconic brands under the Thor family. You've got Airstream, and you've got Keystone, and of course, we've had a, a very close relationship for for some while with Keystone. And we view Keystone as 
as one of the most innovative, especially for a company putting out that towable product to be going to a solar flex package and going standard with lithium. Yes. What, what's your opinion? How do you, I know you can't play so, one against the other. But well, no, no, the reality is, so we're, we're sitting in, in an Airstream now. Every single time I walk into an Airstream, it is awesome, right? Airstream is unique. It's different. It is iconic. Um, and it's, it's something that is set apart from the rest of the industry. But when you talk about Keystone, they are the world's largest trailer manufacturer, right? They are. And you don't get there and stay there without being the leader in the space. And so when they partner, and, and they brought the Dragonfly partnership to Thor, right? It wasn't mm -hmm. Thor bringing it to them. It was the relationship that your team built with Keystone that opened Thor's eyes to the opportunity. So that, and that is how Keystone thinks about their business, right? They're mm -hmm. always a step ahead of their competition. And that's why, you know, year in, year out, they, they are the largest supplier in the space. Mm -hmm. So um, there was the Tiffin acquisition that mm -hmm. occurred as well. And Tiffin, we, we'd also been working with Tiffin for years. And, uh, you know, we, we viewed them as a, uh, pretty advanced with their electrical systems and you know great to work with how has that been incredible so the the um, the tiffin family uh, lee tiffin now runs it he, he is the grandson of the founder and an incredible operator who has really found his um, comfort operating within the thor family of companies leveraging you know a bit of what thor can help his you know tiffin with and we've seen that company prosper. He's made some great um, choices lately as he, he's brought that company back to its core and they've, they're moving away from um, towables and they're gonna focus deeper into establishing more class B opportunities across the, the portfolio. But Tiffin always had, right? They were high-end, um, best-in-class customer experience solutions, which is why, you know, a partnership with Battleborn makes sense with them, right? Mm -hmm. And to have those kinds of solutions, you know, in, in the units is a difference maker for them. And Tiffin is, um, you know, was kind of that last piece of our North American portfolio, that really high-end player that in that space. And, and when we were fortunate enough to align with Tiffin, that kind of fulfilled our portfolio, and we feel really good about that. The partnership's been great. They've performed incredibly well. And, and what's really important to long-term Tiffin users is they still do everything the Tiffin way. Mm -hmm. They're still putting out top-end, you know, quality products for their users. Thor didn't go in and change anything. We're not, we don't do, we, that's not how we operate when we, when we buy companies. We allow those companies to have their own identity and maintain the identity that made them successful. Where Thor comes in is we might be able to help them with some capital, some partnership opportunities and some things like that that elevate what the company does. But at its core, Tiffin is Tiffin. But Thor is providing more in, in terms of technology advancements. I mean, Thor Corporate, I'm talking, the Innovation Center especially. I mean, there there is a pretty strong and I would say unique push at Thor Corporate to really figure out, especially the electrification. Yeah, um, absolutely true. So five years ago, we started our enterprise-level innovation center. And in, since we've started it, the the investment that we have made and the breadth of focus of the strategy from that group has has increased every year because 
what an incredible time, right? We've got developing technologies, we've got emerging brand new technologies, and all coming at this industry that are going to fundamentally redefine the customer experience. And this is the time for Thor at the enterprise level to be making investments to help vet partners, right? To help identify dragonflies, you know, and partners that can make a difference in our users' experience. And so that team led by McKay Featherstone has done an incredible job, right? We've we've aligned with and, and are in communication with a number of electric chassis manufacturers and we're looking not just to buy an electric chassis right that that to, to Thor that's not a strategy our strategy is focused on how do you take the electric chassis that might be available from a manufacturer and make it uniquely better for the RV experience and that's where our innovation team comes in and, and they've you know we're engaging we're not just evaluating the product available from electric chassis manufacturers we're engaging with them and saying okay how could we make this better for our viewers and that that's going to make a huge difference right and that that's that investment you talked about earlier in innovation it's why it's important that we stay the course with that strategy even through times like now mm -hmm. as a battery manufacturer we have always viewed the rv industry as not just a bellwether for the economy, but as a bellwether for how electrification is going to happen. Because these are folks that are already living off-grid, and these are folks that already know how to live off of solar panels. And so it's been a great industry for us to be partnering with. Um, and as this becomes more and more prevalent in RVs and in Airstreams like this one, where you can go and park and boondock, yeah. it's going to become more prevalent in in stationary applications, which is, you know, obviously as the battery manufacturer, we are looking to um, electrify everything, um, but ultimately we want to see more storage everywhere, whether it's mobile or or stationary. So, right. you know, that's I'm, the, the partnership with, with Thor is just absolutely huge for us. Yeah. So your background is, is not technology, it's legal. It is. You were you it were the is. chief. Were you the chief legal officer at one point? Yeah, I, I I came to Thor in 2012. Uh, Bob Martin was just about to be named CEO of the company. He was COO at the time, um, and he wanted um, a general counsel. And I interviewed with him. Um, the strangest interview of my entire life. It lasted five minutes, and I was sure it went terribly bad. Uh, but it went really well. And so I started as general counsel with them in 2012. Um, and But even during that interview, that very short interview I had with him, I told him, look, I, I, I operate in the law and I understand the law and how it relates to RV companies. And I can bring that value, but my real interest and passion is on the business side. And I don't want to just be a lawyer. So from the beginning, I was involved in parts of the business, but that's grown over time. Bob, Bob is an incredible um, operator, and he has um, an extreme willingness to make sure people get where they belong, regardless of what their title might be or you know what their experience might be. But where their value is, that's where he puts his people. And over time, um, I kind of evolved into that role and. You know, when we announced a year or so ago that I was COO, it wasn't a big shift 
you know, in the job. Like you and I had met, I was working on that with you and, and things like that had happened. And I, I was doing a lot of what I do today. Just, it, I had evolved into that role. We just kind of formalized it a bit when, when the title changed. Mm-hmm. But with your background uh, and the changing the changing structure of of the vehicles is there are there compliance issues that are important are there different regulations is i mean what does your background bring to the change in the industry so uh and and the answer to your question is yes right when you're thinking about electrification you're thinking about so, all these new technologies and you know whether you're talking about data privacy issues or just right. um you know compliance issues they there is a constant um monitoring from the legal compliance side of these technologies we're fortunate we're blessed we've got, we've got a couple of people at thor who are best in class you know we've got um our vehicle compliance manager david mahalik is uh, the best in the space um and he is deeply engaged with our innovation team on a regular basis on the data side we have um chris lane who's our data protection officer who helps us and, and is also plugged in regularly with the innovation team. But you're right, a lot of these emerging technologies um, trigger really challenging legal questions. And sorting through that and making sure you do that the right way is is, is part of the process. So, yeah. yeah. That's, Our, it's not just the electrical standards part, but as you noted, the, the data part. Like, yeah. we want to know how you're using your power. And mm-hmm. I guess there's privacy, you know, considerations there and uh yes you know the technology yeah. we're, we're rolling out for example it gives us the capacity to collect data and if possible we'd love to see the data compile all the data and optimize how you know the electrical system works right and we've got to make sure we do that within the confines of the growing number of data protection laws across the u.s mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and that that's the challenge right because the data the data for the purpose of improving the experience is a, is a great use of the data, right? Data for the purpose of, you know, incessant um, marketing efforts and everything else is not um, something consumers, you know, are fans of. And it is something that the laws in, in a growing number of states protect against. Mm-hmm. So being careful and making sure you do that the right way and fully compliant is, a, is an important part of, of all innovation that we're doing at Thor right now. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you see it headed in that direction. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you, we have to, right? You know, you know understanding where um, that data used for improving product performance and therefore improving the user experience, that that's when data is at its best right mm-hmm. and and so there absolutely that's part of how we think about it um and how we are approaching it we're, we're being very careful to keep our compliance teams plugged in as we go along the way because mm-hmm. you don't want to go too far down one path and figure out it's not a viable solution right yeah so thor is already the world's largest manufacturer of rvs yes um so the latest acquisition, Eric Cell, is a little bit different. 
and uh, I don't know how much you want to talk about this, but but where do you see, as you're already the largest player, where do you see the expansion of Thor? How does that work out? Yeah, I, I think, you know, the, the RV industry and the outdoor industry, in a broader sense, has a number of opportunities for Thor as we look ahead. When you, when you think about the Ericsson acquisition, our, our industry has... Um, outstanding suppliers but they're relatively few in number and and making sure as we went through the pandemic and the challenges of that time we saw firsthand you know and and lived firsthand the struggles of a limited supply chain and and part of our strategy was to identify opportunities to strengthen that and and that could mean a number of different things. And when the Excel opportunity arose, it meant that to us. That we believe, because Thor is not, you know, we do not have a strategy of vertical integration. We did not buy Excel and make it a supplier exclusively to Thor. Excel supplies the entire industry on even, on even terms. There's no special Thor treatment. And, and we did that to make sure the industry had a viable supplier as an alternative and that it was is important to the industry it was important to thor and that's why we did it as as we look ahead our growth opportunities you know you know, as you pointed out um we're the largest uh manufacturer in the world so we we're in europe and we have opportunities there you know we're watching the markets there and the impact from the war and everything else and so there's there's some process there for the macroeconomic realities to kind of normalize and and to fall in line and be a little bit more favorable right now we just can't get chassis over there you know but once that market starts to normalize as it will our our, our company over there Erwinheimer group is is incredibly well situated and there are a number of growth opportunities there to be sure um, and then back in the States, um, the potential for uh, supply chain, other aspects or ancillary opportunities around the RV space, those are all on our radar. Well, I think you're one of the busiest guys in the industry, and I know you're on a tight timeline, so I just want to thank you so much for, for stopping by today. I appreciate it, Dennis. Thanks for having me, and, and, and Thor appreciates the partnership with Dragonfly. Thank you. That's going to do it for today. I'd like to thank my special guest, Todd Wolfer, Chief Operating Officer of Thor. Be sure to subscribe to us on any of your favorite podcast platforms.